<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The Macaroni Zone. The Macaroni Zone. The Macaroni Zone. The Macaroni Zone. Hello, everybody. My name is Danny Palumbo. With me is James Austin Johnson. Hi. And you are in the Macaroni Zone. The podcast podcast. that feels like... We were going to say it together at the same time. Well, do you know what it feels like? Because I was going to say it feels like seeing Rob Schneider eat some wasabi peas on a plane. You'd be like, oh. Vegas. (laughs) Oh. Oh. That's what he's snacking on? I loved seeing Rob Schneider eat the wasabi peas. I think about it all the time. He had a a little blue sport coat on. He had yeah. cool guy glasses on and a little cabbie hat. These conservatives mm-hmm. are getting real flashy with their fashion. You know what I mean? Hollywood conservatives are. <laughs> you're like the I guy. Think, the I guy, think that's the only type of conservative that's getting flashy. You're like the white night manager of a Waffle House yeah. in uh, East Tennessee. He's not getting too flashy. What you know, James? This is a little political, but people always say that like. Uh, I'm sorry I said a, a night manager at Waffle House was a white guy. A white guy can't say anything anymore. It's got to be. Not even scattered, smothered, covered anymore. You get canceled. You get canceled for saying you want your, your hash brown scattered on the grill and, and diced. Hey, man, what does scattered mean? Scattered just means that uh, I think smothered. I understand. Scatter on the grill, I think, refers to them flattening it with like the with the like the grilling iron. That's how you should cook all of it. I know. Scattered. It's like we serve your uh, scattered is listed at the top of the hash brown section. They say okay. we serve yours scattered, and then they give you all the other adjectives that. And diced means diced tomatoes added. Okay. Chunked means they add. Oh, ha- there's a ham, chunked option. Ham. Yep. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Scattered, scattered, Cubes. smothered, covered. Scattered, smothered, covered is like the first thing that you see. Uh, smothered, I think, means gravy. Let's talk about this real quick. Do you we, get? Do, do, you, do you get all four? I sometimes okay, I've gotten so, them all the way. I've got them scattered all the way. All the way is okay, what it says. So, so real quick, tomatoes and ham seem to be in direct conflict with one another. Tell me about that. I don't know that I want tomatoes. <laughs> and imagine an omelet. They're both wet. Is that is that your problem? Well. Ham in its Subway salad bar fast food form is wet. It is wet. But ham in general is not supposed to be very wet. But a cubes of ham, okay, so what Waffle House is working with? Yes. What they're ordering, where they're ordering from, which is, I'm guessing, Cisco. Yes. They're, yes. they're getting, you know, these cryovac bags mm. of diced ham that's a little wet. You got some ham juice in there. Okay. You know, uh, I, I don't want that. Tomatoes and potatoes together don't they don't they, those don't go together for me. Tomatoes, T- tomatoes and potatoes don't go together. 
Uh, not really. How about how about how about, how about, how about a little snack called French fries and ketchup, Danny? Yeah, but chunks of <laughs> chunks of raw tomatoes. No, I agree. I hate chunks of raw tomato. They're, they I don't taste, like them in my omelet. They you know taste why? like ice cubes. The acidity, like it, it's like it's like squeezing a lemon on your fucking eggs or something. It like uh, which is okay. In a well, taco. I don't want my omelet swimming. Let me put it that way. I don't want it swimming, and tomatoes inevitably yeah. leak, and then your omelet's swimming, and you lose your little texture on the bottom of the omelet. You you lose you use. Damn it! You lose that little pan, that pan sear, that little, that little browning. You want the browning? I kind of do with an omelet a little bit. Yeah, country style. I'm talking about a country style omelet. I'm not talking about a French omelet, Danny, where I expect an impeccable, (laughs) impeccable turn and impeccable flavors. You know what? I just uh, pitched to the takeout. What's that? Was let me do a series where I uh, sort of dissect and review every every popular uh omelet or 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 scrambled egg uh like chef video and there's a bunch but like the <laughs> ones that have like 10 million views so there's gordon there's yeah. marco pierre white yeah there's um shit what's the guy from master chef his name is heston something he's a chef but he does scrambled eggs and he does it in a way that i enjoy he does a double boiler so you have a boiling pot yeah. of water bowl on top eggs butter, whisk, 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 whisk. I think he finishes it. With oh, this li- is interesting. This is very great British bake-off to do it this way. Uh, the, the this double, is like the, you're preparing a custard. It's like you're pre- preparing like a chocolate sauce or a custard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, I, I love doing it that way. And he, he finishes it with uh, sherry vinegar. And I've heard I that. I love sh- that. Eggs with sherry vinegar. I've been hearing about that. I haven't done that. But I, I would be interested to write something about oh uh, each and every scrambled egg technique. Well, at Waffle There's House, many. At Waffle House, they're just going to... They're just going to scramble them. I like Waffle House. I, I've said this before, but the only time I went there, I, I got covered in ants. I sat down at a table Jesus and it was Christ. covered. In, the table was covered in syrup, and I didn't know. And my buddy was just like, ants. I was ants. like, what? And he goes, ants. 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 Arm covered in ants. I was thinking for a second you meant like uh, there was there was like a bunch of ants, like a bunch of women named Peggy who were, you know. Sure. Ha- well, Waffle House is covered in ants. Yeah. It's covered in Aunt Peggy's, Aunt Sue's. <laughs> Aunt- Smothered is sauteed with onions. Okay. Covered with American cheese slices, chunked chunks of grilled hickory smoked ham. So you want it smothered, covered, and chunked. I usually just want, I mean, that's how I've gotten it most of the time, smothered, covered, and chunked. Onions, cheese, James, and some ham. I want most of my food smothered, smothered covered, covered, and chunked. chunked. I want, my, rela- I I want my personal relationships to be smothered, covered, and chunked. It gets a little bit uh, grosser from here, I think. Uh, we're going to add some more ingredients that are high water content. Diced with some grilled tomatoes for juice, they say. For uh, juice? For juice. I'm going to stick with the Tabasco. Yeah. Because I kind of like Tabasco and American cheese. That, that There's like a childhood, like Texas kind of comfort food to that. For juice. Uh, peppered, fired up with spicy jalapeno peppers. I'm reading I'm reading a, what is this? This is a article. Capped, uh, grilled button mushrooms. Topped okay. with Burt's chili. Never done this, and I don't think I ever shall. Uh, a combination of chili beans, Jimmy Dean sausage, tomato, onions, and more. Mm. Burt's chili can fuck off. And then country with the sausage gravy poured on top. I think I've had it before with just the sausage okay. gravy. I think I mostly get it um, scattered, smothered, uh, covered, chunked. That's most of the okay. time. Norm's. I went to Norm's, Danny, after a Largo show. I went to go see Nick Kroll run his hour. I took a friend of mine. Okay. Uh, we went to Norm's afterward because there's a Norm's in West Hollywood over there. This is a this is a California this diner is California. chain. California. Now, California has two things 
actually three things in great supply, and I would mm-hmm. call these part of California cuisine. Liberal ideals. LA, LA <laughs> liberal ideals <laughs> that are poorly matched up with uh, capitalist conservative fears. <laughs> uh, so you get this weird melange that's actually all American. Um, but uh, uh, I would say that the the like things that are the food things of LA, they're numerous, but mm-hmm. um, the burger stand is huge. Sure. The donut, the mom and pop donut yes. shop is huge. I, when I think of California food, I think of I think of burgers and donuts and then also Filipi- taco Filipino food. Filipino food. Tacos taco uh, truck. Yeah, taco truck. The taco sure, truck. But I'm also like that's that's Texas to me also. It's San Antonio. But a truck? It's Austin. But a truck? Yeah, okay. LA All right, yes, leads the right. taco truck. You're right. But I, I, think, I think of donuts and I think of burger truck. stands. And, um, and, and But ultimately the diner. I mean, where yeah. else do these old men go who don't mean anything to Hollywood anymore? These guys that had, you know, a glory years in the 80s. They got one show on the air and then nothing ever happened again. Yeah. They, they continue wearing their little crew hat that says, you know... Um, uh, Panorama City on it or something. They wear their little crew hat, you know, and they go and they meet up with another weird single old man friend. They yeah. go to Bob's Big Boy. Dude. They go to Norm's. You know what you're they describing? Go to these diners. I, I see it. I see it. Starbucks a lot. I see these people at Starbucks. Well, Starbucks a lot. came and interrupted the diner thing because David Lynch, I know, used to go to the Bob's Big Boy in Toluca Lake all the time. I know that okay. various Simpsons writers would even bring a typewriter to Bob's Big Boy and write Simpsons episodes in public, which That's is so romantic. Psychotic. That's romantic. I think it's psychotic. What? What is writing an episode of The Simpsons on a typewriter in a public place, honey? Yeah, but. Go to the library where at least people are showering in a urinal. And 20 stuff. years ago, 30 years ago, fine. I guess that's kind of cool. Um, but the diner is an integral part of the, the L.A. thing. It's weird that we don't have Waffle House here. What instead we have are yeah. a lot of norms. We all the, Den- all the Denny's died during the pandemic. They shut down every fucking Denny's in L.A. No, are you sure about that? I saw one There's across from the Park Netflix one. building on Sunset. And I'm they, pretty sure that they, one's dead. Well, is they, it not? They, did, they did outdoor seating for a while. And it blew my mind driving Wild. past it, just being like, "Who is going to a Denny's in in the pandemic?" Like, like five months into it, was like, "I gotta go to, I gotta go get a well, grand, I gotta get a grand slam." Grandmamas love the deals at Denny's. Yeah. I thought that the lifeblood of Denny's were people getting out of. There's a Denny's by the Wiltern. You know, people getting out of shows at one in the morning. People getting out of things at midnight. <sighs> That's a good point. They go point. to Denny's. You know, the high schoolers who've had a busy day of skateboarding, and yeah. now they're going to go split one plate of you know one order of buttermilk pancakes and not tip. You know, that's that's who Denny's is for. But Denny's really closed down. Norm's are hanging tough. I like Norm's food better than Denny's. How does Norm's compare to House of Pies? Uh, I think House of Pies has too big a menu. They're like cheesecake. They have Cheesecake yeah. Factory Syndrome. I, I've they had, don't do I've, anything well. They I've just had have a lot of, a lot fun of there options. Before. I've done some like, you, you know. You know, Danny, I think that place is a little poopy. I, I would I, rather I go would, to Fred 62. I would agree. I like Fred 62. I think it's okay. Fred 62 is a little overpriced. It's a little overrated. And yet, it's the one whose food I like the most yeah. of the what, independent diners. What do they do well? They do- They have uh, good sandwiches. Um, yeah. They have a decent, you know, kind of one of those two by two by two things. You know, two pancakes, two right. strips, two, be- two right. eggs. They have a decent one of those. Good salads. I would say they have better salads than a lot of the diners. They're a little bit more like, oh, LA, we've been here before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Than a lot of the other diners. You know what people say when they describe uh, House of Pies? What? They go, it's like a classic East Coast diner. I'm like, isn't it just a California diner? 
I don't understand. People will be like, oh, it's like a, it's like a dirty East Coast diner. And I'm like, I don't, I don't see it that way. And I don't associate it with the East Coast either. Yeah. I'm like, diners are like a, a West Coast thing as well. It's like a yeah. burger stand thing. It's like a Waffle House is the East Coast diner to me. And that's the South. It's not, it's, necess- it's not necessarily East Coast. I guess I'm like, not. It exists. Well, half of the East Coast is the South, Danny. Sure. I yeah. A good portion of it, of course. Um, yeah. and uh, and the Gulf too. How much? How much of the coast are we really counting in the East Coast? I don't. And I know when we say East Coast, we mean yeah. New England. Yeah. Three states the size of a parking lot in Temecula. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yes. <laughs> you know what I was going to say up top? What? Uh, Rob Schneider conservative actors can't work in Hollywood. I'm like, yeah, Vince Vaughn's doing fine. Literally a man that shook hands with Trump and was like, he gets a ton of work and I love everything he does. You know what? I want all actors to shut up about their political opinions <laughs> because you're all looking for ways to evade taxes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're all kind of in the same class. We do, we do, we do clown on like conservatives and stuff on this podcast. Sometimes I just want to say, we don't mean to do that. What we hate is rich people. We hate the uber wealthy. And I don't even mean millionaires because millionaires isn't rich anymore. I, I literally mean billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> That's really all I don't like is billionaires. See, to me, millionaires is still pretty rich. It's pretty rich. But, but it's less rich it's now. It's less rich. It's, you're seeing more and more now people become millionaires and then it going away. You know what? <laughs> yeah, it going Where it's away. Like, oh, wow. But a uh, million dollars, you know what? The more billionaires there are, which, by the way, we've gone from like four to like 30 yeah but the more billionaires there are um the less millionaires there get to be yeah because they have to they have to leech and parasite off the millionaires to, to maintain their billions. what do you what do these people eat the millionaires or the billionaires danny the billionaires real quick we know I, the billionaires eat those raw little pheasants you talked about in succession they crush oh, they their little heads Ortolan. they they drink they drink <laughs> they drink the blood of children they, they're literally yeah. blood drinkers Absolutely. i mean that's what it is i mean yeah the whole practice of like putting a uh cloth know. over your face so god doesn't see you do it maybe maybe bezos insane. found a, a a corn a, a package of corn nuts in that cowboy hat he stole off of a a migrant he oppressed as he climbed into the spaceship. You know what you know, I mean? You know what I saw a while ago? What are these? <laughs> I saw. It's a weird laugh. I saw a. Uh, I th- it was a million. It was some sort of self-made millionaire, maybe billionaire. I, I don't know. Probably millionaire. And he was saying that his diet now is only. He was in good shape. He was in great shape. Uh, is only tin fish. It's all he, he was just eat sardines, just the protein. There's something fish. very which I will do often too. Is like that's sometimes my lunch is just a can of like decent tin fish but that's all this guy ate wow. and so you're pretty much only drinking i mean you're drinking olive oil <laughs> for sure oh god the, and it says on the package too it's like calories with the olive oil and without it and i'm like i'm yeah. not wasting the olive oil I'm yeah gonna fucking chug that shit i love that we can put things in our body that would destroy our sinks you know that, that would clog our drains are you not throwing oil down the on, on the drain are you let me, let me i tried not let, to. let me tell you why i do Okay. Is because uh, I'm trying to live here for a few years, Danny. You t- well, you. Paid, I don't have absolutely. I don't paid, have absolute you, contempt for my landlord. You paid for a condo, and yeah. I, uh, I, I live in an apartment building where utilities are free and maintenance comes, no matter what. Hey, I don't own and this place. I, I still, you, I get the maintenance. You know what I mean? I understand. To this day, and I, you know how often I use my kitchen. I mean, I run a restaurant out of there once a week. I put a lot of shit down there, and so Wild. far it no hasn't. Props. No problems at all. No. Carrot peels, eggshells. Wild. Um, you know, I mean, like, I'm not, like, you know, jamming it full of stuff. 
but I think I got a pretty strong garbage disposal and a decent amount of oil. Now, when I'm home at my parents' place, uh-huh. they're like, no, you know, you take yeah. a, they live in the woods. They're like, take, take the pot of oil and throw it in the grass yeah. or across the street or yeah. whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> at, at my place, it's just, all, it all goes in the garbage disposal and I think it's fine. Well, guys, I guess we have no answer for what you can do with that oil. I, uh, I don't know what you should do with it. If you're not a homeowner. Yeah. I say clog that shit up. Because what are they going to do? They got to fix it. They got to yeah. fix it. I, I mean, so. I, 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 I don't know. I, 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 I like to take care of my stuff, Danny. You know what? I even, when I use the, uh, when I, I use the, um, the Ninja Foodie thing that I have, you know, that little five-in-one I showed you. It looks like, it looks like Dark Helmet from Spaceballs. <laughs> Remember when I showed you that thing? Well, wait, what does it do again? It's an air fryer primarily. Oh, got it's an it. Indoor grill. It's yes. just one of those. It's just one of those high speed convection things. Yes. And uh, the best thing about it is that it has this like oil drain, so it makes bacon perfectly. I can just set it to exactly the way I like bacon. Leave it alone. Come back to it. The bacon is perfect, and all the oil has dripped down. It, it gets to like, it gets to like sit on the the uh, the drain yeah. pan before the oil, so it doesn't sit yeah. in the oil. And then if you are enterprising enough, you can lift out the bottom pan, pour off the bacon fat and another thing. Maybe you're going to make a roux later. Maybe you're going to do some gumbo or something. Um, I I typically, it's one in four times that I save the bacon oil. And then once I have the bacon oil congealed in my refrigerator, it's about one in 10 times that I remember I have it and use it for something fun. What do you use it for? What is the thing you use it for? I have used it for starting a gumbo. I've used it for that okay. kind of thing. And then I like to fry eggs in bacon fat because Ooh. it's like a fun little country sort of yeah. flavor infusion thing. You know what I think the best use for uh, bacon fat vinaigrette. is? You're going to say vinaigrette. Shit. Yes. <laughs> How did you know that? Is I don't just, know. I just, I'm in just, chopped uh, mode. I've seen so much <laughs> chopped that chopped I'm like, mode. what do you do with bacon fat? Vinaigrette. Always. Vinaigrette always. I like the flavor and, 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 and the flavor of uh, bacon fat coating lettuce, mm-hmm. cold. Uh, it's it's a delicious flavor. I have some factoid stuck in my well. head when I try to remember what an emulsion is, like the phrase, it's yeah. fat suspended in a liquid. That's yeah. like what pops up in my head. And I'm like, well, bacon Liquid fat. slash protein or, yeah. Right. I You can actually learn things if you, I mean, I think you're proof of that, especially what you just said. <laughs> it's like you if you are just like kind of mindlessly watching Chopped Enough, which is just a, yeah. I, I don't want to say it's a bad TV show, but like its purpose isn't necessarily to educate. No. You watch enough of that shit, You watch though, enough of it. And you see, sh- you know the tropes and the things that people do. Yeah. That's like valuable cooking advice. Here's the thing. It's a dumb show that smart people are involved with. That's true. So uh, they get a bunch of really smart, important New York restaurateur people. Yes. They've given them a consistent job yes. that takes them away from the busy kitchen. They get to just land in a in an air-conditioned Ugh. studio yeah. and just sit there and chit-chat with each other about how many how well their restaurants are doing. <laughs> they fly in Manit Cho and away from her sweet family in Nashville, yeah. Tennessee, and then she shows up. She shoots a few of these. Occasionally, they eat good food. Um, I think you watched some Chopped After Dark. Oh, yes, I have. That one, oh. they're just getting hammered drunk so, and messing they around. They have to be drunk. Oh, they are. They have to be drunk? Uh, I've seen a... Can't I, stop giggling. They're I, at like a church lock-in. They're, they're having so much fun. <laughs> you know who's giggling the most is uh, Ted Allen. I, oh, yeah. Ted. There, there was clearly... Ted gets ripped. James, there was clearly one where he was like, hee-hee-hee. He was like hee-heeing as he like fried a donut <laughs> or something. It was like, I never get to do this. I know. And he was having so much fun. Uh, I love Chopped After Dark, and it's free. 
if you don't have Discovery Plus or whatever, like it's generally on YouTube and they show them. Oh yeah, you can watch all of Chopped, Chopped and, After Dark. And you know what you remember too? If you hate the criticism industry or you know these chefs being like a little too brutal, I mean they're getting in the kitchen and just off the top of their heads like creating dishes and like you're like yeah these people are fucking talented. It weirdly like this giggly show where they all act like kindergartners yeah. is the show that makes you respect them as judges on the regular show yeah, because yeah, the yeah. rest of the time they're just busy crushing like people whose parents just died of a heart attack. You know like yeah. the the sob stories on Chopped. <laughs> right. They're crushing their dreams <laughs> right, and then uh, right. you remember like oh yeah Alex Guarnaschelli is like a great like chef of course like scott conan is like a very creative guy mark murphy especially mark murphy is the one that like wins among them a lot when oh, they have like he? challenge the judge which one's mark murphy mark murphy is the guy he kind of looks like a who from whoville in ron howard's uh the okay. stole christmas he's like a lanky guy yes i know a little bit about. of an elfin nose and jason bateman i like hair him. i like him a lot you're oh my god the whoville hair is exactly <laughs> that's the best way to describe but he that was man. raised he's like one of those really american dudes who was like raised in south of france he was like raised by like a food old money yeah. food family yeah. and then he came here and worked in fast-paced kitchens sometimes they've had people from those old money food families and they can't even they can't get like the um the uh the cork off a port wine in 20 minutes well, you know what i mean like they can't get well, anywhere yeah they've had their servant do it their whole their lives servant is the, their babysitter the has opened wine for them for the yeah. last 20 years i mean they can make a bechamel and everything like they can make sure. the stuff but they they don't have the hustle that it takes and then like these new york uh executive chefs i mean they had to cook on their own lines to get their shit started and then a lot of them keep like alex gornishelli and bobby flay both cook like daily of course in their restaurants of course they do so they yeah. like get amazing shit done immediately yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. think manit's also probably the same way I feel what like about zakarian i i like jeffrey zakarian i like him too as just a silver fox what a sexy man turtle necked wearing <laughs> you know it looks like he has a, a line of olive oil that he's oh, selling God. at all times oh yeah uh he's uh i I do, I do, I do like Zakarian. I like Zakarian. I think it might just too. be like a look thing, but I'm just like he ends up on Chopped After Dark. He ends up doing really simple stuff. I feel like he's always making like ice creams. He does it well, but he's he's one of those work smart not hard type guys. Whereas okay. Alex Guarnaschelli is going to be like, can you believe what I got done in 20 minutes? Right. Jeffrey Zakarian is more like, here's one beautiful cocktail, and it it'll taste really good, <laughs> but it is just a cocktail. You know what Wait, I mean? Wait. So what is talent? I don't even know what Ted Allen's deal is. Was he a former well, Ted chef? Ted Allen was or? on Queer Eye. He was the sommelier of Queer Eye. Right. Remember, he was the food and drink guy. Oh, that's right. So he would take a guy into But the... before that, what did, was he... Now that I don't know. Okay, that's what I'm wondering. I don't know if he was just like a... I would imagine he was some kind of like up and coming writer. He has the vibe to mm. me of someone who was like a food and wine writer well, for like the Village Voice or something. Yeah. This, is, this is my guess. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up while we're talking. Uh, uh, but um, it would be inspiring if that was the case because I would I would I would love to be a judge. Got a lot sense. of books. Um, you know, uh, did you know that a Waffle House chef made it to runner up of a Hell's Kitchen? No kidding. A Waffle oh. House manager made it to runner up of we a Hell's know, Kitchen. We both know why that's not surprising, right? Why? Because it's because Hell's stand Kitchen there is on about your position and do your job. Uh, it's about working a station. Hell's Kitchen. Is, a Hell's Kitchen is about working a station. It is. So that a hundred percent checks out for me. Danny, can you believe how how right I got this? Alan was a freelancer. The voice? 
Alan was a freelancer for Chicago Magazine. Okay. Eventually signing on as a senior editor, writing about food, wine, and luminaries of the culinary world. And he joined Esquire in 97 as a contributing editor. And uh, then he's written for GQ, Bon Appetit, Food and Wine, Epicurious. Love it. And from there, he got on on Queer Eye. I love food writers. It's great. I'm pretty good at guessing this shit. Man, is there a better show than Chopped? I know know that... And, you know, my, my brother always says, like, Top yeah. Chef, clearly. I'm like, I yeah. don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Well, one that we got really hooked on was this Tournament of Champions, which has an ungoogleable name. But um, Discovery Plus Tournament of Champions may have been a Food Network thing. Hosted by Guy. It's kind of like a best of Food Network. That's the best way I can describe it because it was, like, a little bit chopped. It was a little bit beat Bobby Flay. Why aren't Guy and Bobby Flay judges on Chopped ever? Are they? No. Bobby Flay and Alton Brown will both be brought in once a year for a special Alton's Evil Baskets or Beat Bobby Chopped Edition. Oh, really? Though, I didn't so know that. they have certain people who are such personalities that they um, are brought in for special tournaments, like okay. five episode arcs. Uh, Guy Fieri, I would imagine, because he is Food Network, he's literally the, the thing keeping Food Network going. He is so popular, he is the point of Food Network. Which, when it started, it was Alton Brown was the point of Food Network. Then it evolved into Bobby Flay was the point of Food Network. Since Guy Fieri did season two of Food Network Star, Bobby Flay's show, yeah, it's been all Guy Fieri. Yeah, Guy Fieri has built his entire... He has like a studio and employs all his friends in Santa Rosa. So he shoots everything out of Northern California. That's right. I would I imagine he calls the shots to stay near Hunter and his <laughs> children, you know. Yeah, guy, um, I, I know for a fact guys' grocery games happens in Northern California. They built where, him a whole grocery wherever store. Wherever he's from. Yeah. Did they really? Yeah. And then he crazy. has, he probably has, I don't know how many episodes of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives there are, but that motherfucker has to be flying everywhere all the time. He flies everywhere to go shoot Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. He goes to those places. He goes to those places. Hawaii, Alberta. He goes to Albany, yeah. and then he flies to uh, Marietta, Georgia, and then he has to go fly. <laughs> has he done <laughs> many Jackson Hole? Has he done many things in other countries? Because for Sometimes me, they do. But for me, I, I'm like, how has he not been a world traveler for diners driving? Because I mean, you could go. Yeah, I don't know. I would like to see him in other countries. Like give him a Bobby and Jada in Italy. Give him a Bobby and Jada in Italy. Kind of, but I mean, like, it's not to say that this type of food is purely American. It exists in lots of other places. If you want to recreate the sparkle and the sexiness of Bobby and Jada in Italy, let's get Guy Fieri and Damaris. Do you know Damaris? No, who's Damaris? Damaris, uh, Damaris won. (laughs) Damaris won Food Network. Uh, Food Network star, uh, Damaris Phillips. I see her. She is super Southern, okay. super sweet, and um, she'll just melt your heart. I'm in love with her. Every yeah. time she's on TV, yeah. she is like, she is like lovely, and she's like very unpretentious and dorky mm-hmm. in the same way that Guy Fieri is the same. Guy Fieri works thing. alone though. He works alone so far. I mean, so- I, I haven't seen him be paired with anybody. I've seen him paired with Joey Fatone. I'm seeing if I've okay. seen him paired with his oldest son, who is not as uh, fun to watch as Guy is. Yeah, Hunter. Sorry, I Hunter. I love you, but I don't. I don't know Hunter. Sometimes Hunter. they'll they'll give. Uh, who's the Jamie Oliver? I think his Jamie Oliver son or has like their own show now. Oh, really? Or something? Yeah, I've seen like or at least Jamie like Oliver. YouTube videos. 
which wanted to follow him. Jamie footsteps. Oliver has a bit of a tragic story as far as celebrity chefs go. Why is that? He like uh, didn't manage his money well or something like that. Oh no, really? Yeah. Okay. Something like that. I can't remember what it was, but I think he had some failed restaurants, and I I think he he's one of those guys that like yeah. got really successful really fast, and then he like lost a lot of ground. I know he was in the Super group sad. of people that Bourdain would talk shit about relentlessly. Oh really? Why? Uh, I don't know, because Bourdain was early days a bit of a shithead about everybody. You know, like Fieri, he would talk a lot of shit on and and uh Jimmy yeah, fuck Jimmy guy Oliver Fieri for and, like uh keeping a million restaurants afloat in america i know i know no one nailed it more than shane torres's joke about that but yeah bourdain would talk a lot of shit about him and you know for give it up for guy fieri for just handling it all with like all right that guy's got like issues but she was right <laughs> yeah you know and like just let it let it roll off him yeah. you know in the end those types of people james they usually win. Who? The Guy Fieri's of the world? 100%. Yeah. That are just like kind of relentlessly optimistic and like yeah. in, the, in the face of criticism are just kind of like, all right, whatever. You yeah. Know? I like think that was... I think Guy has a strong support system too. A lot of the guys, especially the guys like Bourdain, yeah. they're like orphans a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah. that's sort of the big curse of the world is if you, if you don't either come from a super strong family or if you never created one for yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, Guy too Fieri tortured. has his Food Network family. He does, and that's why, that's why he's got such a strong support system. Macaroni Zone is for the children, and it's for the families. That's right. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, James, it's time for Fake Food, Real Food, the part of the show where we review a fake processed food and then real food from a restaurant or a pop-up. We have a couple things we're going to be talking about for fake food. I, I'm letting you into my world a little bit. All right. I eat, uh, James, I eat a lot of jerky. That's good. Shelf-stable. Shelf-stable, high in protein. Yeah. I don't know. It probably contains a lot of salt and additives. Oh, yeah. But... High in nitrites, I'm nitrates, not... <laughs> high in sodium. My diet is a lot of nitrates. I don't eat... Uh, like uh, Jack's Links or anything. I just got this from Ralph's. Uh, Ray's own brand beef jerky. And it looks good. It is good. Big I want pieces. I, I want you to have a piece right now. Uh, the first thing you're going to notice with these. Ray's own brand. What? It's thick, man. It's really thick. It's almost like gnawing on a big piece of steak. Sometimes this is my lunch. I just eat beef jerky. Especially right now. Well, good for you. I ate like, I ate so many sandwiches yesterday. I got invited to a restaurant and I was like, I got to go and I got to taste their menu. 
I ate three sandwiches for lunch. And so today... How did you eat three sandwiches for lunch? Well, they brought me... Because I had to try the menu. And so they brought me three sandwiches. And so I ate a half of each. And then when I brought it home, I was like, okay, I can stick these sandwiches in the fridge or I can just finish them now. And so within two hours, I ate three. How do you do this? I don't know how to do that. What do you mean? One sandwich is just such a... I understand that it breaks down quickly because it's actually not that much protein when you look at it. Uh Uh-huh. And it's empty carbs from the bread. Yes. Three, Three brioche buns. But it's so much up front. It's a lot. I had fries, too. I had like half of an order of fries. What the fuck is wrong with you? I didn't eat anything the rest of the day. But today I woke up and I was like, okay, I need to chug a bunch of water. I need to eat light. So I'm eating jerky, fruit, and raw vegetables. And like, that'll be it. Because in between like these giant meals that I'm eating mm-hmm. have to be days like this where I got to get a good amount of protein from something. I've got to get some like vegetables and fruit and a ton of water. I mean, that's just like, I don't know if that's healthy or not, but I need, I need on days that I'm only eating functionally, mm-hmm. I'm eating this jerky is what I'm saying. I love it. On days when you're just thinking about calorie count, uh-huh. I just need to fill my it's body not, with it's, calories. It's not every moving. day. And there's not even a lot of calories here, but it's just like a good amount of protein. It's it's meat. It satiates you well. well. I'm gonna try to talk about this beef jerky. Um, yeah, tell me what, what are you what are you what are you feeling? Well, I like the texture a lot. Okay. Has a good texture. It doesn't feel too processed. It's meaty. Why does jerky get away with such shitty packaging and branding? Like you'll buy jerky over you can, you can over put all of them and. <laughs> It'll sell. Well, I mean, like, you're buying this shit, it feels like, from a guy's, like, trunk. Like, a lot of times... Oh, yeah. It, like, like this is literally called Zone Brand. That's the name of it. Yeah, hey, you know Ray, right? Zone Brand. Right. They could have called it Ray's. But he's like, well, this is Ray's <laughs> brand. Um, Yeah, we, we are fine with buying jerky. I don't think we would do this with chips. I don't think we would buy a bag of chips that uh, oh, was yeah. like, uh, Steve's bag of chips, eat it. You know what I mean? I don't know that we really right. would do that. Sometimes you see that in vegan stuff where it's like, this this vegan cookie was started by two best friends in the back of the house. Like, right. you see that sometimes with the health food. Right, 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 right. But with jerky, right. it seems to be the uh, junkiest thing that we're like, yeah, sure, I'll eat it. Yeah. Where's it from? Somebody, some dude? Okay, I'll eat it. This vegan shortbread came about when a open marriage went south. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh vegan uh, probably poly. We uh we are very trusting of the nom- nomadic men and their ability to create good jerky. <laughs> uh, We're fine buying jerky from a guy. Just yeah. a guy. This is why I'm nice to people that wear camouflage, James. Because what if they have You want to be. What if they have good jerky? Yeah. With without a doubt, a guy wearing camouflage head to toe. Mm-hmm. That guy probably has some venison on him at the moment. You know? Yeah, you see a guy in camouflage and you're like, oh no, I don't want him bringing mm. a gun into the office. And then I'm like, camouflage, what office? He's probably got some. T- he doesn't yeah. work in an office. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I ran into a guy in the woods one time and. Uh, Did you apologize? Y- yes, but only after he said, uh, you got to wear brighter colors. What if I shot you? And mm. I was like, I don't know. Maybe don't bring a gun on the trail. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you shot, but sometimes I run into a hunter like hiking in Pennsylvania, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "You're like on the trail." Mm-hmm. My bad. I come here with my dog. Yeah, I don't know if that's weird or not for me. No, but 
Anyway. Um, jerky's good. The jerky's good. We're jerky's also good. We're it, also it, drinking. Uh, the best thing I can say about it is that it tastes red. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to describe the flavor of jerky. I mean, it's jerky. But, but no, okay. I like the big chunks. Here's, I like I like the big bites. It I tastes like, like actual meat, and it, it does taste like meat. It, I think it, that's what I mean by red. So, that is a hundred percent what you mean. Yeah. It's 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 chewy. It's it's uh, it's got strands of meat. Like there's texture to it. It tastes rare. I've yes. never had something dry that tastes rare. I I, I get a well, blood. James. That's because most jerky that you and I eat, like Jack's Links and all that stuff, yeah. it's just like thin, like cardboard, fucking, you it's know, the part- Mount, Mountain Dew brands. It's the particle board of yes jerky. Yes, uh, of beef. It's it's the particle board of beef, and it's yes. like it it's made from the waste, and it is yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, scraps, scraps, yeah. and you and I feel like with most jerkies, you're just tasting seasoning. You're just tasting the seasoning. This you're actually tasting added. meat. It yeah, makes yeah, you it wonder. Like meat. I didn't taste wa- seasoning. It makes you wonder, like how how is it safe to just put in a bag like that? It but, tastes so much like meat. You're worried that it was unsafe to eat. <laughs> right, one hundred percent. But well, make no mistake, it is it is blasted with salt and sodium, so it, it'll last. You know, Danny, steak tartare was created. Mm-hmm. By the Mongols, who would put a side of meat under their saddles and ride all day. And then they would take it out at the end of the day oh, and wow. eat that. The raw meat, they would ride, they, they would, the pressure of their bouncing bodies with the saddle in between the horse and the, and the saddle. And their ass. Meat. Let's say their ass. And their ass. Because we need to say their ass. They tenderized it with their ass mallets. And uh, <laughs> that's where we get steak tartare from, you know, the tartars, you know, yeah. uh, marauders. Um and uh, okay. raw, raw um meat was consumed by these guys, these barbarians at the end of the day. Did you know that? I did not know that. Raw meat and the trail and creative ways to preserve it is uh, one of the oldest food groups. Period. On the so earth. many people got sick first. Had to have. But also, you're looking at a different world, completely different world before yes. industrialization and before uh, companies and uh, tycoons started poisoning. Everything poisoning the water, poisoning the meat. That's true. You know, uh, uh, dude, eggs get worse every year. You know, like chickens get yeah. more diseased every year. It's really sad what we've done. I, I got into uh, it wasn't an argument, but just a point about the. Ve- I don't know. I consider myself James to be a vegan ally, at, at least in the things that I am writing, mm. and I, I and I try not to hate on, but you know, vegans too much. But the idea that like, you know. It's like a first world privilege is a little bit backwards to me because I'm like, I don't know, in America, this is where the food system is most fucked up. So I understand that a lot mm. of times like vegan food is bougie and, da, 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 and all these things, but like, you know, it, it's needed to come oh, back a little bit of, of what's going on. So vegan I food it. is so bougie. Guacamole, salsa. Yeah. I mean, this, this is what shit I'm is saying. so bougie. You talk to people in beans. Yeah. <laughs> people from New York come here, though, and they see the amount of vegan food and they're like, oh, it's an L.A. thing. And I'm like, well, is it? Yeah. I don't think so. I think no, it's this is sense. like this is simple. Like the whole thing of California cuisine yeah. is just presenting things a little simpler so you taste the actual flavor from Bold flavors. You know when somebody writes about the food in Los Angeles, they inevitably say that. Bold Los flavors. Angeles cooks with bold flavors. What? Which is true, but the what the hell does that mean? Yeah, they mean fish sauce, they mean they mean nice. like chili oil, they mean you know, oh, Okay. It's mainly it's mainly but it's mainly those things, I think. I do not think of California Pizza Kitchen and then think bold flavors. I don't think of no. a spinning rotisserie chicken and think bold flavors. That's true. You know what I mean? I don't really think even of the humble bacon avocado cheeseburger and think bold flavors. No, but 
a lot of Thai food, a lot of Filipino food. Oh, yeah. A lot of, you know what I'm saying? I know, yeah. Latino food. Um, James, let's talk about real food for a second. Uh, speaking of... Uh, Can we talk about this for a second? Oh, yeah, we have a drink here. Uh, this was a gift for my birthday. I just turned 32, Danny. Thanks for texting me. Um, I did, didn't I? I think you did. And uh, this beautiful lace front uh, uh, Bioshock-looking label. Can you read that for us? Bruto Americano. By St. George Artisan Distillers. It looks very 60s Italian, and it's... Very uh, beautiful. Yeah. When I saw this, I thought, oh, that looks wonderful. We have this deep... Uh, uh, how would you describe this color, Danny? Oh, uh, Catholic red. Catholic red. <laughs> yeah, the Catholic red. It's got a, the, the red of a blood red banner. Yeah. As a uh, Catholic warlord comes to it's, conquer it's a smaller a nation. It's a giant vial of blood for a vampire. It does. It has a very vampiric art deco kind of thing. So already from looking at it, it looks pretty amazing. Yeah. I'm talking about this like we're selling it or we're getting some sort of remuneration <laughs> uh, for our podcast. We are not. This was a gift that I got from Sam Wiles, brilliant comedian, whom I'm so sorry. Uh, Sam, I said that you don't bring beers to stuff. Uh, that was wrong. I was Is that true? I okay, here's the thing. It was my podcast with Zach Pugh, and we were talking about our friends that are cheap. I was about to say that my buddy Zach Pugh is cheap because he is, he's a cheapskate. He's a bit of a cheapskate. He is. Yeah, I when can I've, see when that. I've asked him to spend ten dollars for something that we're working on, he really doesn't want to spend that ten dollars. Really? And uh, 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 I, I w- hoping to save face and preserve my relationship with Zach Pugh, he's one of my best friends. I said that Sam was cheap. I picked someone who I knew could take the hit. You but Sam is not cheap. Under the bus. I had to throw someone under the bus because that was the momentum that I had caused in the conversation, and we were doing a bit. And uh, Sam, you couldn't be more generous in the world. I mean, after all, you 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 got me one of the you were the one of the only people who got me a birthday present, and it happened to be yeah. something I love, which is a deep red bitter. I love these aromatic botanical things that you can put in Negronis and stuff like that, or you can drink them like we are. Straight on the rocks with a little splash of club I soda. I love bitters. My uh, my palate is brutalized. I like bitter tart flavors. I like things that twelve year old twelve year old you would think taste like shit. Those yeah. are the things I love now. Yeah, we grew up, James. R rated beverages. R rated flavors. R rated flavors. Musty things you can handle. I like so, it. So um, this obviously got a little watered down as we were hanging out and doing our pod. But uh, can you tell me anything that you're tasting in here? Because the the it tastes like Campari. It's 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 bitter. It's it has a little bit more of a uh, woods woods thing going on. There's a there's a there's definitely a little more of an aftertaste than like a Campari to it. Yeah, I feel like there's like a pine oil kind of thing it's, going on, a tree sap kind of thing. It's going piney. On. It's a it's a little it's a little fruity. You know, like there's a but it's almost like. It's almost overpowered by how bitter it is. It's bitter. But there's there's some fruitiness to it. And yet I can drink uh, this just on ice. I love it. This <laughs> Bitters bitters and ice is one of my favorite, you know. I took a bath yesterday, Danny, and I had two drinks next to my bath. I had Did you really? Yeah, I did. I do this a lot recently. You have a good tub for a bath. I have a good tub for bath. It's an, it's an oval you know, it's an oval tub. I, I need to make time for daddy. <laughs> and I, uh, I use these, we have these great tumblers and I, I poured two tumblers. One was, yeah. uh, one was a little, uh, four roses and ice. Yeah. And, uh, one was, uh, this stuff with a little club soda and, uh, almost a honestly, little, little half Americano kind of pairs decent with beef jerky. Like it those weirdly two, works. Those two things together, like, isn't completely foreign. 
Well, you get that sodium in your mouth, and then you're, suddenly your mouth is crying out for right. some moisture. And you're like, here's, <laughs> here's a trick on you, palate. I'm right. going to dehydrate you even more. Did you eat, Just to piss you off. Did you eat anywhere? Uh, did you eat any real food this week at a restaurant? Uh, you know, I went to that Norm's after that show. I remember uh, telling Nolan Fabricus, who came with me, get the, here's a hack for Norm's. I know it all looks a little expensive for what it is. Get the loaded hash browns. Get the loaded hash browns. Um, Smothered and covered. You can't, but they do their own little stupid version of it, which isn't as good. Um, as far as real restaurants go, I had, uh, for the second time, Danny, um, Pocha in Highland Park. Okay. Uh, you have a lot of taco options in Highland Park. Pocha was like, we're going to do a restaurant and, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be like a sit down tacos restaurant, which I think kind, kind <laughs> of sounds a little, uh, odd. They describe it as a modern Mexican family dining experience. Uh, uh, you know, they've got, uh, a lot of things that they describe as like, you know, Mexico city style inspiration. It's very much like a approachable and family oriented place but you see a whole lot more fruit uh being used in things okay in interesting ways you know like pomegranate and stuff like that okay right. uh they have a couple moles um uh they have this like how is the mole i feel like that's a good way to judge a taco taco joint decent yeah decent, decent. they also have a chili verde taco chili verde pork okay oh that sounds so, great so like a little bit more uh west like north and west a little yeah. bit more in that new mexico colorado kind of thing right right right. um which i love and i've gotten that multiple times sure because that's sort of hard to find in la chili verde like that's new true. mexico style that is stuff. true um we we don't have a whole lot of new mexico food and my wife's from my wife's family's from new mexico so that's like a we, thing we, tra- we crave we a lot don't whatever that region is if that's yeah, northern Mexico. Well, you don't see like a ton of yeah. cactus, mountain Mex. You don't see it. <laughs> yeah, do mountain Mex. You don't what do you see. Call that? You don't see a lot of salsa verde. You don't see a lot of uh, uh, cactus things like that. Those are my favorite Mexican flavors. Danny is that yeah. kind of stuff. Absolutely, um, they have a great tinga. Um, I kind of go crazy for their brisket. So they have they have a. So this is the second time you've been there. I've been there. What's it called again? Pocha. 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 I gotta go. Pocha, uh, a, a female run restaurant. Uh, I think it's I think it's a duo. Um, Great. And uh, every time we've been, we love it, except um, where's the booze? I know it's a family-oriented place. I know you're nice and right. new. Hey. I know you don't want people splashing and spilling and right. breaking the wall. You don't have to have liquor. But where's the booze, Beer man? or something, yeah. Even even home state has alcohol, I believe. They do. Oh, yeah. Something, I think yeah. the bar is kind and, of And they are specifically the a family-oriented I know this because they said that a comedy show wouldn't work there because they are a family-oriented family oriented, yeah. place. Um, Here's what you don't know, home state. I want to just book Mormon comedians. Hey. <laughs> so where's my comedy show? Name one Christian comedian, go. John Christ. He was recently accused of being a creep oh in a Oh, God, that's right. Doesn't Ted Allen have a brother, too, that's a comic who's, like, oh, clean? Maybe. Maybe. I'm for sure. And he looks just like I'm sorry. The only he Christian looks just comedians like I can think of are uh, ones that have been accused of being rapey creeps. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. Interesting. Or cl- or closeted old men who, Some, who something can't. to chew on. Yeah, something to something sit. To something to sit with. Something to think about. They also have a lot of vegan options because it is Highland Park. It's like a vegan hotspot. Hey so man, you got to have some vegan tacos. I think I think that's great. Their vegan corn dip, awesome. Love it. Okay. Cool. Love a corn salsa. Sometimes I'm going to tell you about a couple things I ate this week. One, tell I me. went I went to uh, Night Market Song. 
I like Night Market Song. I've been there a couple times. Okay. My wife hates it. I, went, I like it. I went for the first time. Uh, it's okay. They also do a crispy rice salad, fried rice, as we know. Yeah. But it's, it's called crispy rice salad. Pretty good. The guy warned The guy warned me. You're on blast, okay? We know when you fried the rice <laughs> and you called it a crispy rice salad because you need a beautiful woman in a floppy hat with her actor friend to order it. The, I get it. The guy looked at me specifically and was like, it's very spicy. And I was like, why didn't you look at the person I was with? And uh, it wasn't that spicy. Uh, it was on a list. Of, uh, things are never spicy when they tell you it, they're spicy. And no, then the things, it never is. And then the things that are spicy as fuck are the ones where they're like, okay, you're oh, ordering that. They uh, give you no uh, warning. A hundred percent. Yeah. If there's, a, if there's a warning, you're in the clear. If they're like, <laughs> guess what? It might be a little spicy. It's not at all. It's never spicy. No. Nope. So it, it wasn't. It was just very flavorful. It was good. Um, but one of my favorite things there, God, I can't remember. It might have been sweet potato. Massima or something. It was it was almost like a fried bread, like kind of like carnival bread, almost like elephant ears, sort of like sugar, like fried bread. Very good. So, like a uh, sopapilla kind of thing. Yes, yeah, fry mm, bread, kind Mexican of Mexican fry bread, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, 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 okay. kind of. And uh, it was served with like a, a sweet potato kind of curry. And if you take that sweet potato and it's 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 firm, but if you put it on bread, you can smash it with a fork. Mm. It was like a sweet, sweet potato curry on this like nice, oh. like sugary fried bread. Eating that together was one of my favorite things that I've had. I've, I have lately. been to Night Market Song a couple times, and I haven't had that, and I'm going to try that the next you can't, time. I you go. can't, you can't go wrong with. Uh, I love a roti any of their fried with like pork. a curry sauce dip. Yeah. I love that roti yeah. thing. It's yes, I love it. it's so good. Yeah, um, I was into it. It was good. Uh, I also went to this place. I got invited to a restaurant yesterday called Nomu. Uh, it is a bunch because I wrote something about uh, vegan sandwiches, and so my inbox now is just full of people being like, mm, "You missed one," and uh, so I came to this place, and that's where they gave me three different sandwiches. Like one was an Impossible Burger, the other was like a pho like fried chicken sandwich. The guy told me Wait, how he made pho, it. Pho fried chicken sandwich. No, I, I mean pho like as in like a pho, like a like a fake. Oh, but like, you just pronounced it like a Vietnamese uh, soup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, I'm interested. I have, I asked him. I was like, man, how do you make this? Like, also, are you just getting these patties? Fucking. He's like, no, we make it. I'm like, oh. okay. So how do you, how are you making the fake chicken? And he's like, it took us a while to learn how to make the dough. So it's like a dough, but it's it's seitan and it's um, I think you said chickpea flour, um. Or okay. some sort of chickpea puree, but you have to make it into a dough, and then they form these patties. Mm. They pretty much deep fry. They have like a uh, barbecue bacon burger, and uh, I was like, "What is what is the bacon?" And he's like, "It's rice paper. We we stack them in layers of what? three. We fry them, and it's it's pretty good. It's shitty. This is bad food for you. Like it like it like it like it's um it's not good for you. But eating these sandwiches, I was like." Yeah, this fills the hole of like I want to eat something like goofy and farty, goofy and, and grimy and farty. Yeah, hundred percent. I was like, yummy. Vegan food can be that. Yummy can be that uh, without any. And they also had uh, something I liked. I've never had. It was like a you know, like a artisan soda, like a like a bougie soda. It's like this coconut soda that was one of the best things I've had lately. Really, I love coconut. And uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, the, in fact, the woman working the counter was like, we have it like like all the employees drink it. Oh. And uh, they were excited. It was back because they ran out and it was fucking tasty, James. Weird. I don't like coconut stuff. I feel a little bit too much like I'm drinking. I think if some you Hawaiian I think it's, tropic, I think uh, it's lotion. one of those things that if you 
Oh, it reminds you of lotion? It reminds me a little bit of lotion. In the I same way that, that I have trouble with mint stuff because <laughs> I feel like I'm brushing my teeth. Yeah, I understand that. But if you do like coconut, uh, it was one of the few instances that I had because we've had like a fancy Dr. Pepper or a yeah. fancy root beer that costs too much money. But the coconut soda, I was like, ooh, this is, I, I drank it and I was like, this is the future. <laughs> That's what I said to myself. Yeah. I, it was very refreshing. Good summer drink. Love it. Um, so I was on board, man. I, I, I like it. Uh, uh, I, I think we live in a brave new world of vegan sandwiches. Uh, of course, I only ate it because it was free. But uh, I like Nomu, and you know they're at least putting effort into making vegan food. Mm. Uh, it was they're packed. They were they were fucking packed on a when did I go yesterday? Nomu Tuesday. Where is it Tuesday, located? Tuesday afternoon. Oh, you know what? Pretty close to Tree of Wishes on Melrose. On Melrose. If, if you were going to Faded, wherever they do the yeah, Faded, yeah, yeah. Faded comedy show now, uh, it's like a block away from there. Interesting. So I, I'm like finding like all these restaurants I'm getting asked to go to. I'm like, God, they're all next to Faded. So that the, that stretch of uh, Melrose, yeah. I think the pandemic fucking ravaged. Yeah. And now there are a bunch of new restaurants kind of popping up, mm. I think. And, and Nomu's one, Tree of Wishes is, is another and, uh, and these are all like really good. these are all like really unique spots. I also think that one yeah. thing that the pandemic like kind of did is like really cement in people's minds like creativity is going to be a huge part of standing out in the LA food thing. I think so. You've got to be really unique. Like rice paper bacon. I have never heard of something like that. I'm going to go just yeah. out of curiosity to be like what? Yeah. Just to try that. Yeah. I, you know what I kind of gleaned, and it's, it's what I have thought all along, is that oil is the key to everything, and especially these things. It's like if you fry it, James, it'll taste good. If you fry it, well, duh. It's, it's gonna be fine. Uh, and I think that's the key to like good farty, sloppy vegan food. That's why Waffle House has gotten to exist for a hundred years or whatever. Hundred years? I don't know. It's been a minute. I don't know. Have you ever seen a Waffle House with every letter intact? <laughs> Never. There's always a couple missing. <laughs> it's always, yeah. It always looks like a puzzle yeah. in the back of a Sunday Times. Yeah, but you know? still, it's no matter how many letters are missing, it's still pronounced the same way. Waffle. Waffle. Yeah, you can Waffle House. the same way. Hi, I, hi, welcome to Waffle House. You sit where you want. I will, I will go back to, uh, I'm going to go back to both places because I, I want to try, you know, Night Market has. Is that like, all you had, that monthly, fry bread? No, I had pork toro. Uh, so it was pork toro. So a tuna. No, 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 no. Uh, the, they called it that, but it was uh, the jowl. So like a, okay, you know, pork jowl fried, um, and uh, sticky rice and. Well, that sticky rice is awesome. Sticky rice is good. Just the rice so, yeah, the is rice great. Is whenever, whenever I've gone to the night market song, I've gotten larb. It feels like the thing. Oh, we did a vegan larb. We did the vegan. Did a larb. vegan larb. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to try the vegan larb. And the crispy rice and the sweet was it potato. like a ground uh, seitan? Yeah, yeah, ground seitan, cilantro, like. yeah. red onion, lime, yeah. and the and the crispy and the crispy rice, which was great. But you again, don't okay with the larb there at Night Market Song. You don't even need um, uh, rice with it because they give you, I believe, big cabbage leaves. Right? Am I thinking of another place? It might be another place. It might be I another know, place. I don't know if we got it. That's Thai patio. Thai patio. When Thai you get patio larb, does it? They give yeah. you yes, a big does. old head of cabbage, and yeah. you just like. Make little tacos. Yeah. One of my favorite, uh, like, uh, fits in my little uh, low carb diet thing. Oh like, yeah. Anytime you can give me something that makes me forget I wanted rice, I love you. And a yeah. cabbage leaf can go a long way because a cabbage leaf That's has a, a little bit of flavor and uh, a lot of like starch vibes. You know, 
That's a good point. Yeah. It's crispy. Yeah. So it's yeah. crispy. Anything that makes you forget about carbs. Yeah. And it gives you some tortilla kind of handling. That's true. Um, That's true. But I love getting the wad of that sticky rice and dragging it through the yeah. the larb. And uh, yeah. the cow soy uh, was something that I loved but made my wife sick, I think, because it's a very rich dish. It's like a curry noodle yeah. stir fry kind of thing. Okay. Um, you know what I did think, though, was what? like, I, I, I would like to, I'd rather go to Jitlada. You'd rather go to Jitlada. Yeah, if we're talking about like Thai food and like, I mean, you know, and and also if like if we're like going to get spicy food, I'm like, man, Thai town. Every every restaurant there is spicy. They're all hitters. And and yeah. listen, with Thai, and I would say the same thing with your taco spots. They're all of such high quality compared yeah. to like many other places around the globe. Yeah. That you kind of can't go wrong by just yeah. throwing your like uh, doing the whole thing where you spin the globe and you put your finger down. You can do that on mm-hmm. Yelp if you just type in Thai food and find that somewhere that's true. awesome. That is true. Even the places that are like $5 plate Thai food places, yes. like Torong, yes. are amazing. Yes. So it's really hard to compare these places, and it also makes a night market song a little redundant. Like a place that's like very Silver Lake, very cute, very cool yeah. inside. Yeah. It's like very there's cool, so very many cute. good mom and pop yeah. Thai restaurants. Why are you even trying? But I still yeah. love night market song. Of, of course. I, also, I just I live in Thai town, and yeah. so I'm like, I can walk to Rune Pear. Mm-hmm. I can walk to those, you know, those noodle places that mm-hmm. truly fuck you up. Like when I'm eating a lot of spicy food, I'm like, dude, it's nothing but hiccups. <laughs> it's nothing but hiccups. I don't, John I, Pond at Crispy Pork Gang, did that give you hiccups? I don't tend to bleed out of my nose or like, or like, <laughs> I, or like I might sweat a little bit, but I'm not like, I'm not sniffling so much as I'm yeah. just like, eh. you know, it's just, <laughs> it, it's a lot of, eh. it's a lot of that. Like, Hiccuping like Bolsonaro. <laughs> to a beat. I do it. I do it. I do it to the, the beat. That's playing. Uh, when are you going back, Danny? God, night market again soon. I need to try that chicken sandwich there. Apparently, the chicken sandwich. Is yeah. Good. Yes. Yeah, that's what I heard too. That's what I heard too. Never tried. I, I want to try. I want to try everything on their menu. It was good. I, I didn't want to make it sound like it wasn't, but it was. I think hey, let's I, get a big group. That's one of those places where to. you want to get a big group and kind of start passing yeah, shit around. Yeah, I'd love to. hundred percent. COVID shit is over. Yeah, because COVID bullshit. It's COVID shit. Uh, I'd go. I'll go back there soon. Uh, and Nomu, I'm not sure. I I, I don't know okay. that I'm going to seek out. But it's like a vegan sandwich is something I want other people to know about. But personally, I'm like, if I want a sandwich, I'm like, make it a make it a burg, you know. So, uh, you know, maybe in a few months. But night market, soon. Night market, I'm going to say soon. I'm going to go back in a couple weeks. And okay. you, your place, the taco joint, that's, uh, that's a neighborhood spot for you, so. You're yeah, probably, you're oh, probably going back soon. I've yeah, already Pocha. been back multiple times, so yeah, that's right. that's going to be a <laughs> once we a week started kind the of podcast. thing. James, uh, dude, let's wrap it up. We don't have time for a special topic today. We've been ranting and raving about all this shit. Uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, I don't have a whole lot to plug. I'm about to have a very uh, busy uh, baby month and a busy baby. Um, but uh, we do have our first Rod Stewart live back at a bar. Rod Stewart Live is back yeah. at a bar. That was my weekly comedy show for many years, Danny. And uh, that's a show I run with Zach Pugh and Sam Wiles and our booker, Stevie Palmer. Uh, we are back at Permanent Records Roadhouse. That's in Los Angeles, California, in the neighborhood Glassell Park. And uh, the show, I think, is already sold out, but maybe you can, I don't know, jump the fence or uh, get the bar staff to let you have one of those slightly more pricey in-person tickets. Uh, but it's going to be a really good show. We got James Adomian, Meg Stalter, uh, Rachel Sennett. Yes. We got Langston Kerman. Great. It's going to be a really good show. 
Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. And that Great. that is August 11th in Glassell Park, Los Angeles, California. Great. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Palumbros, P-A-L-U-M-B-R-O-S. I have a show at Westside Comedy Theater this Sunday at 8 p.m. Uh, great lineup. I love Westside. It's a great fucking club in L.A. Um, I love so. the promenade. What? The promenade. What's that? In Santa Monica, where it's located. Oh, okay. Promenade. Is that what it's a shopping called? area. All right. Well, I didn't know. Everything's a big mall here. so Okay, fine. People in L.A. love their malls. Uh, this is the Macaroni Zone. Thank you so much for listening, and goodbye. The Macaroni Zone. The Macaroni Zone. The Macaroni Zone. The Macaroni Zone.